Well, well, well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Christian Environment Podcast. I am your host, Gregory L. Coleman. It's been a while, but we're back. So make sure you call a friend and text a friend and tell them to pull up the Christian Environment. And you know what? They can even talk to Alexa. If they, you are your friend, have Alexa in your home. You can even tell her to play the Christian Environment Podcast and she'll do so. And she would also tell you how much she enjoyed listening to us herself. So, hey, man, it is such a pleasure to be back before you. Grab your pad and your pencil and get ready to take some hardcore notes. We have just celebrated Father's Day, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about Father's Day and what it takes to be a father, how to be a father, and it, it, what type of man it takes to be a real father. We have been talking about the love of, of God and understanding the love of God, but we know that God is ultimately our heavenly father. He's our real father. And he have set the blueprint for what we and how we are supposed to operate and do things as a father. So we're gonna go, we gonna go through some things today, and we're gonna see what God have to say about what we need to do about being that real man, that real father. So hey, ladies, get your husband, get your man. <laughs> get your baby daddies and get them to sit down and listen to this podcast. And I guarantee you, it would bless them. So we're going to dive over into it. And again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this morning. Well, not this morning. It can be this evening, whatever time you're listening to it. And I am Gregory L. Coleman. So let's dive over into it. Okay, guys, let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Hey, guys, man, I'm telling you, it is just an honor. It's an honor. I don't take your time for granted. You guys letting me come into your home, your place of listening and, and you know, listening to, you know, this podcast. And we we get so many feedback, thousands of feedback, uh, comments from around the world because we are everywhere. Our podcasts are being translated and and I think last time when I read like 18 different languages around the world, we are on every platform um, that you can listen to your podcast on. So, yeah, we are growing. We have like thousands of downloads each week. So we're doing pretty good as a podcast. So I want to encourage you to make sure you share the Christian environment with others, with your friends and your family. Uh, we try to keep it real clean and, and we try to give you some contents that uh, information uh, um, that's, that, cause that would be portable enough that you can apply to your life and get results you know, from the word of God. We try to keep things simple and uh, try to keep it in a way where you can understand it as well. So thank you so much again, again, for listening to the Christian Environment Podcast. Well, since the last time that we met, guys, a um, couple of things have taken place in our life. I have a um, um, I have a um, 18 year old daughter. Most of you guys know, and I am so godly proud of her. And believe it or not, I have a. She just graduated from high school. So yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> 
that she graduated from high school. So we're just so godly proud of her. And so we're she's planning on college. We just don't know what school she's gonna go to. She uh, the make a long story short, she's she was accepted to every school that my wife applied to applied at. I guess you know uh, uh, she applied at. So she was accepted. All of the schools accepted her. So um, so we it's kind of a toss up right now. She have narrowed it down to two schools so and um, I'm not going to get into details to tell you which two schools they are but um, right now it, we, they're just playing this 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 which one the, um, the pros and cons of each school so that's where they are right now so yeah um, that's what's going on in our life um, again um, so yes yeah, she's graduated from high school and congratulations to any of you that are listening to the podcast that have had um, that may have, you know, experienced the same thing this year. If you had a kid, uh, a child that graduated from high school this year, congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. That's right. It, congratulations. If you had a kid graduated from high school, congratulations to you as well. And we pray, um, we pray that your kid would do very well in life in this new chapter of their life. If you graduated from high school, um, <laughs> Or if you graduated from college um, this year, congratulations to you. Or you had a kid graduated from college, congratulations to you. Or from any other type of, um, uh, maybe from uh, graduation, congratulations to you as well in Jesus' name. So, hey, guys, we're going to talk about Father's Day. We just came oh, we just came out of Father's Day. We we kind of late uh, Father's Day with this was uh, this past Sunday and I had a good Father's Day. My wife was really good to me. Um, I love her turnip greens. I guess I said that right, turnip greens. So so I love her turnip greens. And, man, I tell you, the, the way she cooks her turnip greens, and man, I tell you, it is they're delicious. They melt in your mouth. So I, don't ask me what she do to them, but I know I don't have to chew. I don't have to do too much of chewing, but they was delicious with some dark on pinto beans and some okras. Oh, yeah. That's some really good country eating right there, y'all. That's some good country eating. And so that was, that's what I did for Father's Day. I ate good. And um, and so, yeah, so that's what I did for Father's Day. So we're going to talk today about, uh, I want to just go over a few things that I went over uh, on my social media platform for Father's Day um, about um, what it takes to be a real father. You know, and um, because, like I said, anybody can be a daddy, a daddy. But anybody can be a real father. And we had uh, like several, six or seven things that we said that what it takes to be a real father. And the first thing that we talked about was a real father prepared for his children. A real father prepared for his children. That is so powerful is because when uh, when you, uh, a real father, when you are a man and your wife is pregnant uh, with your child, whether it may be your first or second or third child, I mean, it's it it it's, it's celebration time, but it's night celebration time. Um, and what I mean by that, yeah, you can, you know, clap your hands and rejoice because your wife is pregnant. But at the same time, it's work time. It's time to go to work. And what I mean is that it's time to start preparing for that new life because, you know, we're, we're talking about a full life, a human being. So it's, it's pre preparation time. It's preparation time, preparing 
making sure that you do what you're supposed to do. Make sure that the house is where it needs to be. Making sure that that child have exactly what he or she need in order to um, in in order to, to function of them. Uh, uh, um, uh, your wife have everything that she need when she bring the child home from the uh, from the hospital or whatever. So is 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 preparing so a real father does those things sometime a real father have to go out and get a second job to prepare for his children or for his child or whatever the case may be that's preparation that is preparing for your kid you know it's just like i was saying that my daughter graduated from high school and many of you that we just congratulated that have kids that graduated from high school so it's our responsibility to prepare for their next level of the next chapter that they're getting ready to enter into in life. It is our responsibility. Now, once we do that, then uh, is they're pretty much on their own. But, you know, my mother used to say years ago that you net once you got a kid, you always got, you know, a child, you know. But even though that and that is so true because uh, that that kid, even though. That person is was your kid, but they're not a kid anymore, but they still are your child. They're still is your children. So even though that you may have a, ch- a kid that have grown beyond, a person that have grown beyond being a kid, but they still your children. So, um, and, I mean, once they become an adult, no, it's not our job to provide for them, but they still our children. And you know, and and we're not going to go beyond that. Let's just because I can say so many things as it relates to how a father is supposed to uh, operate, even if they have an adult kid. And I think that it's not about preparing for that adult kid, but I think that it's about respecting that adult um, child, that that child that belongs to you, that is an adult. You know, you it's not your job to provide for them now at that point of their life but it is your job to respect them so you you see how that goes it goes from um um um, preparing um to respecting preparing to respecting so i don't i prepare for you and uh when you what was a certain age but now you beyond the age where i prepare for you so you're at the age where I'm supposed to respect you and I will respect you, but my job is not to prepare and pay your bills and, and, and take care of you and that kind of thing. So we're gonna get we're gonna get to that a little bit later. And then we, we can kind of see that in the word in the word of God, you know, in Ephesians two and, and ten, how you know the Bible talks about, you know, that God created us for his workmanship and that kind of thing. So the thing is is that when you go into the book of Genesis, you know, the Bible talks about how God, you know, what he did and how he prepared the earth, you know, for his children and, and all of that. And I'm a person that studies space and I, I, I studied the different planets. Most of you that knows me know that I, I, I really seriously get into that. And so I, I, I look at the different, you know, like our um uh, Sotal system, I guess that's what I'm trying to. I guess I'm saying using the right thing, uh, saying the right thing. I guess when you when we look at all of the planet that in it, that is in our solar system, uh, what happens? It, it, it all of those planets have serve a purpose, even though uh, Earth is the only planet out there that we know of that have life. 
but all of them that's out there, Jupiter, Mars, Venus, all of those planets, they, they serve a purpose. And I believe that, you know, I can't tell you exactly which purpose that they serve, but they do serve a purpose for Earth staying in the orbit that it is in. And um, we are on Earth. So the thing is, is that I believe that God created, prepared for us by creating all of those different planets that is out in orbit that is in our solar system so that to make sure that gravity that the gravity that uh, that is available on those different planets is pulled it pulls counter keep it keeps earth in the place in its proper place and uh, and not only that it also is stopped and prevents you know other asteroids from hitting earth if that makes sense so that's a form of God pre preparing for his children. And we know that the Bible tells us in so many scriptures how the Bible talks to us about how God have pre prepared for his children. And um, number two is that a real father. So let's go back. So a real father do what, y'all? A real father prepares for his children. Uh, number two, a real father provides for his children. A real father provides for his children. Now, uh, there's a passage in the Bible, I think it's located in Philippians. Uh, I think it's 4.19. I think it's 4.19. And it said that my father will provide for all of my needs according to his riches that where? That is in glory. God will provide for all of your needs according to his riches and glory. So, hey, that goes back to what we talked about, what I said in the intro that God is our model. God is our model of how we are supposed to operate and conduct ourselves as fathers. So God is ultimately all of our fathers. So if we want to, if we trying to be the God kind of father that he have called us to be, then he, he have, he have laid the blue, I mean the footprint, he have laid the footprint. So all we have to do is follow after his, after his footprint and, um, and, and we'll do good. We're, we will do good for us being the, being a good father. So a real father do what? A real father prepares for his children, and a real father provides for his children. A real father provides for his children. You know, there was time that I, I'm reminded of Megan, my daughter, and I, we was, uh, we first, Diane was out of town, and and Megan, when, when Diane go out of town, my child, we both, we love when she go out of town. Not that we, you know, we try to give it a go, but, and we hate being around her, but, you know, we don't have no one to, to tell us that don't spend that much money. So when she go out of town, me and my daughter, we'll just go to, you know, Walmart, the local Walmart or grocery store, and we just get a bucket, man, and she's, she just get everything she wants. Just get, I get everything we that I want. We'll come and watch movies, man, we just eat up a storm. And um, sometimes we'll go to Six Flags and we just just have a good time. But we don't have anyone to put any restrictions on us about how much money that we, because I, you know, I mean, you know how we most men's are. We gonna spend money on our daughters. We definitely gonna spend money on our daughter. Get them whatever she want. And and I'm reminded of one day, um, uh, Megan and I went to Walmart, and what happened was she, I know she didn't have any money. She didn't have any money, and um, but she got her own bucket. <laughs> she got her own bucket, y'all. And went and she, when she met back up with me, she had everything in her bucket that she wanted. And, you know, and, and what really makes me bring that up is that 
even though she didn't have any money, she still got what she wanted is because she was with her daddy. She was with daddy. So even though I don't have no money, but my daddy got money. My, I mean, she didn't know whether I had the money or not. She just knew that daddy was going to provide. Daddy was going to do it. Daddy was going to take care of it. So uh, a real father, he does what? He uh, prepares for his children, and a real father pro uh, provides for his children. Number three is a real father also protects his children. A real father protects his children. Now, we know that God protects us. We know that. There are so many passages that I can give you that talks about how God loves and protects his children. I mean, God love us. I mean, uh, with a love that we are still trying to comprehend and understand. Um, but the thing is, is that we know that he protects us. If, if <laughs> you know, I believe that um, that we are in the right place. You know, we and most of us think that we're not. I'm talking about as as, you know, the earth as the earth is in the right place. I read a, 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 a not a story, but I read an article that say that if the earth was uh, um, uh, maybe like a thousand miles closer to the sun, that we would burn to death. And if the earth was like a thousand miles away from the sun, then we would freeze to death. So it's, uh, it's in other words, that the earth is right where it need to be. It's right in the right place that, that is need to be. So in other words, God knew where we need to be and where the earth need to be in order for us, for his creation to be protected. I believe that's just how much God love us, his children. God will protect you. God will protect you from any type of hurt, harm, or danger. Why? It's because he love you. God protect, the Bible talks about how he protect Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We talked about other, how he how he protect Daniel that was in the lion den. God will protect his children. He will protect his children. A real father will protect his children. So why would he protect everybody? Well, a real father will protect his children. And I'm going I'm to leave it at that because there's so many different places that I can go with that where to the point that I can end up spending the rest of my 15, 20 minutes talking about this point alone. So a real father would do what? A real father would what? Prepare for his kids. A real father would provide for his children. And a real father will, number three, protect his children. Number four, a real prop, a real father will also um, um, persevere for his kid. A real father will persevere for his children. And what I mean about persevering, a real father will persevere for his kid. He will go through whatever he, can, he have to go through in order to, you know, to be a blessing to his kid, to help his kid. See, a real father don't just stop, you know, when, when they just don't stop at one no. They don't stop at a no. They, 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 the real father know that their yes is out there somewhere. Why? It's because I got to provide for my kid. I got to provide for my children. I have to provide for my family, a real father. A real father is not going to just, you know, just go out and just try to just get enough and then just, you know, and, 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 and let me tell you something. The truth is enough is really not enough. You know, so in this day and time, so you can think that you have enough money, you know, to get a gallon of gas or to get three or four gallons of gas to get to work for the next week or so. Well, that can end up in this day and time not even being enough because 
by the time you thinking that, you know, you have enough to put gas in your car, by the time you get to the gas station, gasoline have gone up. So, so enough, sometime it's not enough in your mind, sometime it would probably take a little bit more. So a real father would persevere. They would go through what they have to go through in order to supply, to provide for his kid. In order to what? Provide for his kid. So, you know, the persevering is when things get tough on your job. You know, you just don't walk off your job when things get tough. It's because you got children at home. You know, you don't get mad and cuss the balls out. You know, because you what? You got children at home. You know, when things, you know, when things don't go your way all the time, you know, you just don't, you just don't just tuck your tail and run. You persevere. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning time. So we don't just run from adversity. We don't run from, you know, things that, you know, that is trying to come up against us. We know that greater is in greater that is in greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So the world is going to always try to come up against you, but we don't run. We persevere. You know, we persevere through whatever it is that we got to, what we got to get through because we know that on the other side of through, <laughs> my wife say that all the time, on the other side of through, the sun is shining. On the other side, the sun is shining. What if you stop in everything that you do when things got tough? When things get tough, you give up, you stop, you go back. You would never doggone get off the front porch. You would never get off the front porch if you do that. Because sometimes, I mean, you can walk off the front porch and somebody dog come barking at you. You know, you're going to go back on the front porch. Where the next day you get off the front porch and all of a sudden the sun is shining real high. You're going to go back on the front porch. The next day you get off the, go get, get ready to get off the front porch. Now it's raining outside. So in other words, what I'm saying, um, y'all, is that sometimes you just got to persevere. You got to just, sometimes we're going to go through some stuff. But a real father, and a real father got a family, they understand that. They understand that. Sometimes you may have to get in a closet on your job and cry because you know, I can't quit this job. I got to keep going. I got, I have to keep going because I have a family to what? To feed. So that's a real father. So a real father would do what, y'all? A real father would what? He would prepare for his children. A real father would provide for his children. A real father would protect his children. And a real father would persevere for his children. And a real father would. Now, this one right here is in the, um, it's kind of, you know, but I put it in here because I'm trying to stay with the peas. A real father would preserve for his kid. A real father would preserve for his kid. Now, I thought about that, you know, when I started thinking about how people put up for uh, for a raining day, uh, you put up for a hard for hard times. And my grandmother years ago, um, like this time of the year during the summertime, uh, we used to sit on the front porch and and I think they used to call they used to call it shucking corn. I think <laughs> I think y'all I'm telling my age y'all, but they used to call it shucking corn. So we used they used to buy these big barrels of corns and. We used to shuck the corn there on the front porch and knocking flies everywhere. I never forget those days. And they used to, you know, get the corn off the, the off the thing, whatever you call it, the the, um, the thing that the corn be on, and um, 
and they used to put it up. They used to like put it in a jar for the winter time. And she used to do like um, peaches and pears and stuff. And they used to call it preserving, uh, preserving or something like that. And they used to put it in jars and preserves it, put it up for uh, for the winter time. And when the winter time come and it get cold, let me tell you all something. It ain't nothing like eating some fried chicken with that preserved peaches or, or apples or whatever and with some biscuits. Boy, that was some serious good eating back then. And <laughs> But, yeah, they used to put up for, for raining days. They used to put up for, you know, for cold weather, you know, when things got tough. So a good father, he preserved for his kids. In other words, a good father, he may don't go spend every dime that he get. Every dime that he get, he go. He's trying to prove to people that he's doing better than it than he's really is. And sometimes you can be doing better, but at the same time, you got still got to put up for put put up for your child, baby. You know, that's a, a real father. Never just think about himself. A real father thinks about his children as well. That's what a real father does. He preserves. The Bible says that in Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs in, in, four, in 13, 22, a good man, a good man leave an inherit for his children, children. He'd leave it, uh, leave an inheritor for at least three generations. That's a good man. That is putting up, that is preserving for your children, putting up for your children. And number, I think it's number six, a good man also, a real father also provides. Provoke a good fa- a real father does not provoke his children, does not provoke his children. So a real father does not look for areas and ways and things to do to provoke their children. To you know, I mean, you you really do have parents like that. You know, they will set and scheme what they ways to really upset their children because that's a saying that say that that misery love company. So you got a lot of parents that are real miserable. And a lot of them, they love company. And and the truth is, they if the if the kids seem to be happy, they do whatever they have to do to bring the kid down to their level. So you know, but you know, a real father don't do that kind of stuff. A real father ain't gonna be. They they're not gonna try to. They're not gonna be feeling miserable themselves and then um, try to bring their children down to that level. They don't provoke their kid. A real father don't provoke their kid by jumping on their mother. A real father don't provoke their children by calling their mother's name. A real father don't provoke their kids by calling their children name. Because a lot of time, a lot of time that's happened. That's that happens as well. Where we as parents, sometimes if we're not careful, we would talk to our children any kind of way. I, I have seen it so many times where parents don't know how to talk to their children. And they'll call their kids out of their name. They call their kids names that they know that they are not. And they don't care to have a kid that uh, that even associated with the name of the person that they are calling them. Hey, guys, I hope you got something out of that. I hope, you know, it bless your heart. And until next time, make sure you share the podcast. Call people, call your friends and family. Let them know that the podcast, uh, there's a new podcast out. And he's talking about that we're talking about uh, father, what a real father, you know, is supposed to do, the keys of being a real father. And I believe that it would bless everyone that listened to it. I love you so much. Stay blessed. Stay encouraged. And um, stay positive. All right. Until next time, God love you. 
and I love you as well. Take care. Peace.